Absolutely. We got your boy, uh, Chris Wade, up in the waiting room. Oh, send him, send him in. I accepted him. There you go. Yeah. Christopher. Chris. Chris. Oh, no audio. No audio. We'll give him a minute. It's always got to connect. Oh, he's got the thinking emoji going on in the screen. He's got to unmute the mic. Chris? Oh, now he's got the coughing emoji. Is that an emoji? Is there a coughing emoji? Mm, not sure. Oh. Hello? Oh, there it is. Got me? Yep. Yeah, it said Zoom encountered a problem and you have to uh, enter your uh, MacBook's password to reset the audio. Which is wild. I was trying to type in while you were... Chris, we're just talking about a whole bunch of shit that I want your input on. Oh, yeah. One, let's go sports real quick. Because Chris Wade is, is the biggest sports fan. I've not probably I've ever met, but he's like top three. Out of other athletes, probably, right? Yeah. There's people in general, actually. <laughs> Big time sports guy. So the Washington Redskins out of other athletes. The Washington Redskins have to change their name. Right. What? And I said to Stan, I said, whoever's complaining about that doesn't even watch football. So why the fuck does it matter? Because this is what people do do in life. They have nothing to do except complain about stuff that bothers them. It really offends them. And it has nothing to do with them. It's uh, this is just this is what society is now. Now, now with that, you know how like it could be you could be looking in a dark room, right? Mm-hmm. And if you stare at one spot, you can convince yourself that there's like a, that dark, that darker spot in the blo- in the blo- in the darkness is something. Right. You could so if you're like Redskin, Redskin, Redskins, the Redskins. The fucking red, like you can like that's that's probably what happened, right? I don't. No, it's not. Normal people don't do that. It's that, I know that. So why we same people? Same people that want everything closed still. That want to yell at you if you don't if you come close to them with your without your mask on. It's the same people that need to all get on a boat and and sail away and never come back. That's who it is. But listen, like. I'm not saying it's it's really really bad that we basically destroyed and like demolished a, a people that were here already, and then we we're like, yeah, we'll name our sports teams after you, <laughs> after the fact. <laughs> like in my head, like the Redskins, they're fucking awesome. Like they just they crush people. They you know the, wait the, the football team. The Redskins, yeah. yes. No, first yeah. of all, the Redskins suck, eh? Redskins <laughs> suck, okay, as a team. You're the reason why they're getting the name, you know. Didn't they win a Super Bowl? No, I'm, not, I'm no. not the reason. The owner just said like a year ago, we're never changing the name. And now this happened, all these protests and stuff, and now everybody wants to be politically correct. Right now, at this point in time, they want to look good, so that's why they're all doing this. And it's just, it's just, 
it's for the wrong reasons right now. It's to try to make people happy in the moment, but there's real problems. Why don't you go and give people those people back some real land that they can actually like live on instead of these like Indian reses around here that it looks just more like a, like a bad neighborhood, you know? Well, our taxes probably go up. So easy with that, Chris. Our tax. That was a joke. That was a bad joke. They're stealing plenty of money. They could divvy it up different ways. <laughs> Anyways, but hang on. There's a few other teams that are changing their names, right? Yeah, the Cleveland Indians. Anybody that's associated with like a native, I'm sure like the Chicago Blackhawks might have to think about it. Anyone that has like a Native American connotation. I don't know what the colleges are doing because they're more powerful than some of the sports teams. How about the Florida State Seminoles or the, you know, like, they're making big money, and they're using that name. Are they going to have to give that up? I don't know. Let's say I was Native American. I would take pride in, like, hey, I'm Indian. Like, they're killing it. That's my team. Yeah, but I guess the idea is that, like, they ba- we basically, like, mass murdered them and took all their land. So... They don't okay, want to happen, be, like, they don't want be associated with like Western civilization like that. Mm, so not. you weren't on before. I was telling Stan, like, why don't they these same people go into social study books and start whiting out things that happen? Like, I don't want to see it. I don't want people like. What do you mean? I know it happened. I get it, but I think people now, uh, if you poll like the country, like people have a lot of affection toward that the Native Americans and what they stood for and how they lived and they like are generally like they it's not our generation that did what they did to them but Menace um, you sent this this invite to Rich already? Yeah He's in our waiting room Alright well hang on so Chris we have a few questions for Rich Schaefer on like hey like when are gyms gonna open up like what's the deal with Capacity for restaurants, I don't get it. Fill us in. Ah, uh, okay. Easy, easy Tiger. Easy. Well, easy. I just, <laughs> I don't want to, uh. Nice and easy. Yeah. Wade, yeah. Wade's about to be like, you tell your fucking boy, Kumo, I'm going to fuck <laughs> him up. Yeah, exactly. That guy needs to be taken. All right, let him in, Buzz. That guy needs a beating. What's up, Rich? What's what backdrop you got there? This is the new norm. Oh wow! (laughs) If you follow Cheers, right? Norm. I like that. This is the new norm. That's the new norm. Is the right show for that? The new norm? No. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We have. Oh, Rich. What's Mr. Wade think of that? No, Rich. Oh, uh, you know what I think. Nice man, uh, face mask. We'll 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 get you one. Uh, which one? A Dennis and the Man. A Menace and the Man uh, face mask, Chris. We got one for you too. I would like that. Okay, I'm running yeah. out of face mask. So I could use one. Whoa! Uh, whoa! Look at that. How's that? He's over here flexing on us. Is that high school? College? That's high school. Senior? Class of 1981. North Babylon, yes. So how are we looking? Good? 
Yeah, you look awesome. We're live. We're already live. But like, so, so the reason why I was like, man, we gotta get Rich on here because uh, Stan was talking about how some other states that were opening up earlier are now shutting back down. Where are we at? So we're we're actually, and even though people want to kill us at this point, um, yes, other states that opened up much quicker than we did instead of in a phased in approach are now experiencing uh, rapid increases. And because I think a lot of people aren't using common sense. So the, the main mantra we said here in New York was just use your head, use common sense. Don't run out and have a party on the beach with 300 people hugging each other. That's, right. that's moronic. That's right. stupid. Well, it's um, happening here now. You saw the fourth well, of July, right? And that's, and again, that's moronic. Uh, yes, and I'm referencing what went on over the weekend with Fourth of July. Uh, again, we've opened our beaches, we've opened our marinas. We have uh, a lot of lifeguards uh, who work at our pools. Who aren't? We're not going to open our pools this year. We're going to announce that tomorrow. We just don't okay. safely. So you guys got the preview. Um, we're not going to open our pools and spray parks because we just can't keep them disinfected uh, as rapidly as we have to, uh, even though if you're in the pool, you're okay, but we can only allow one-eighth of the number of people into the pool, which, in, you know, I'll give you an example. Phelps Lane Pool is a big pool complex in North Babylon. Normally, we can have 850 people in there. Under the guidance, we can only have 112. So it doesn't make sense for us to open it have to put all the effort into it. So we've opened the beaches. We've, in fact, spread out the beaches. So you've got a much larger area at Overlook, uh, Cedar, and Gilgo. We put more lifeguards on down there. And so we've got a great opportunity. But idiots who go out and do what they did over on Fire Island over the weekend or even out in Montauk, again, that's what ruins it for everybody. We've all gone through, we've all gone through four or five months of complete torture and hell, you know, having to be social distance and stay at home and not interact. And then you don't want to be the idiot who ruins it for everybody. So back to the other states, the other states went and said, okay, we're shutting down in the very beginning. They did a couple of weeks and then they just started reopening everything, you know, on mass. What? Like full bore. Full bore, like just boom. It was almost like an explosion, and that's what ended up happening here. Now, so I would say I'm also critical of, because I think in some cases we're too slow in reopening, meaning that we've got a lot of, and in particular I'm going to talk about small businesses. We've got a lot of small businesses that I believe could have been opened much earlier. For example, we had a lot of controversy, uh, Babylon Village, Lindenhurst Village, a lot of places like, where you would only have one or two people going to the store, a jewelry store, um, a knickknack store, a right. drapery. aren't considered essential. They're not considered essential, but they weren't allowed to open, even though those owners could demonstrate how they would be able to provide their service without a lot of interference from the government. So I think, I think that New York has done its best it could, but I think too controlling hurt some of the reopening and we could have gotten more people reopened a lot quicker. Now, 
something that's near and dear to my heart and near and dear to all of your hearts is gyms. And I believe that it's going to be reopened tomorrow. It should be reopened. Tomorrow's going to start phase four here in New York, July 8th. And in phase four, you've got a lot of activities that are considered to be the more moderate, risky activities. Uh, for example, I got a karate school in West Babylon. Guy's mapped out a beautiful layout for how he's going to do all of his lessons. It's not going to involve, you know, the one-on-one -on -one contact, but it's going to involve all the other things that go into the karate lessons, just like what would be all the other things that go into the jiu-jitsu lessons. It's not necessarily just rolling around all the time, but you can teach the techniques and things that go into it. You can do the strength and conditioning aspects of that. All of that can be done. So that's why I believe the gym should be reopened. Like, um, like for example, like LA Fitness, I get it, but Long Island Strength and Performance, you could indefinitely be in there and keep six feet from each other and lift for sure. Yes. Um, and I think that that's, those are the types of, so we're pushing right now. We have um, a state senator. Her name is Monica Martinez. So she's put together um, a package to get the governor to sign off on letting these smaller, uh, non, you know, large brand gyms reopen. Um, because we believe that a lot of them have to do with lessons, individual uh, lessons as well as small groups that could be done either inside the gym with proper disinfecting and you know keeping everything clean, plus a combination of outside activities as well outside the gym. Right, and then I, I've I've been seeing like small little gyms in like uh like um like a plaza or something like that, like doing classes. Yeah, they, now. Uh, would an MMA gym considered a class? So you can do outside up to now 50 people. So you can have uh, outside. Yeah, holy though. shit. Hang on. Chris, how many times have we talked to Greg about, like, dude, if you, we had a, a pavilion with jiu-jitsu mats and rolling outside, that would be dope. But, that, but that's not what they mean. They mean, like. You can do you can do outside right. So you, you're going to do lessons. You can do outside lessons, like one-on-one -on -one private jujitsu lessons. Right. You can just go outside and roll, like because right. we're outside now. Right. And so that's again, it's um, it's why we believe that you can't be too controlling. You got to have people use their common sense and let them do. Again, we have a lot of. Uh, contact going on because we've got employees who work at marinas, who work at beaches, who are interacting with people, and we're telling them to be careful, but we're also making sure that they're getting tested regularly so that if they have contact with someone or they themselves bring in COVID, we can contain it as quickly as possible. We've had probably 25 different employees who've caught it. A couple of them ended up at Stony Brook in the hospital, serious, but are recovered. Nobody passed away who works for the town. But we believe there's ways to do a lot of what's still not being done with um, just common sense. And right. you can't control everybody's waking moment. And 
after we started opening up, if you look at the numbers over the last couple of weeks, and we're into now we're going into phase four, we're still at a 1% um, uh, infection rate, which means that everything is working well, according to what it's supposed to be. People are paying attention. You know, you have the nitwits, you're always going to have the nitwits, but for the most part, the good majority of people are doing what they're supposed to do. But Rich, you follow a little bit of fighting, correct? Um, I'm more of a Dennis fan. Okay. But really, Wade is my, my guy, so. Right, Wade's your guy. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, so, there, so UFC 2, what's it, 51? 51. Two guys tested positive for COVID. Stan, are both of those guys from Florida? Like, train in Florida and live in Florida? Bro, I just got an update on my phone. Mike Brown just tested positive for Corona. Mike Brown. Oh, shit. Yeah, so he it just said that he can't corner. He, he was supposed to head to Abu Dhabi to corner Masvidal. And now he can't go because he has he Corona. He's the head coach. Oh, Mike mean? Brown. Shit, sorry, sorry, sorry. I was thinking of uh, Matt Brown. Matt Brown, yes. No, okay, Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Damn. So where are they testing before they fly? They, or they get there and then they get tested on the plane. I've been at like a hotel and then I, when they pass everything, they're letting them fly out. I think they're testing people. So for Mike Brown, they're testing him in Florida. Then he's flying to Vegas. They're testing him again. Then they quarantine him for two days or a day and a half. And then they fly him to Abu Dhabi if he passes. So, I mean, the UFC is really, really. Well, listen, they're doing it the right way. Again, there's a way to do this, and again, the UFC is obviously spending a lot of time, effort, intelligence, and money on making sure, because again, you don't want to, one, you don't want to affect your other fighters or other people who are involved in the whole operation, but there's a way to do it, and that's why I say we you can't control everything, you got to let people use their common sense, and that, to me, sounds like, I just got the uh, wrestling protocols coming out about wrestling because we do rest we do uh, kid wrestling programs in the town we're trying to determine what programs we can let reopen and we just got wrestling protocols that have a very well thought out intelligent way of letting kids continue to do the training necessary for wrestling um do you have information that's not getting released on the news like in terms of like uh like, when you get the COVID, how much longer the tests? Like, let's say, like, you have it. I hang out with you. I got it hanging out with you. How many days later will I actually test positive for it? You could test positive up to 14 days later. You could you could never. Right, but they, Stan was saying earlier, they like, they're saying it's like two to three days. If you're, if you're checking yourself every day and. Yep. Yep, if you're checking yourself every day. But just for example, our parks commissioner, he asked me this morning, he said, look, I'm getting tested every two weeks. Do you think I should get tested more often? And he, you know, he spent all of Fourth of July over at the beaches with our bay constables. And I said, look, maybe you might want to do it every week. But if so far, so good, you've been, you know, you've been uh, working, it's been working out well, then stick with the two weeks. I mean, some, some people... I don't know, a, woman, a young woman who works for us, she just got tested. She tested positive. She hasn't exhibited any symptoms. She's about 30. Um, she said she had a minor cough, which is what caused her to believe maybe, you know, she was just over overthinking. 
She got tested and she tested positive for it. it and it, can you only give it if if you no, have you, like symptoms, like or no? She could be giving it to anybody. That's why she now has got a quarantine for fourteen days. But after got, fourteen days, you can still have it. Yeah, but you just I, we had we had a kid. In fact, a kid that. Chris knows I can't. I'm not going to name his name. Oh, I know him. Works for me. Who tested positive twice? Yeah. Got, yeah. And can't, uh, can't that just mean that there's something wrong with those tests? Well, by the way, yes. How are you, how are you testing positive two times separately? Set tested positive once uh, in late March, and then once again, still was sick, and tested positive. But he was affected seriously by lost thirty pounds. He had all sorts of issues. Yeah, uh, I mean it was it was weird. And again, because it's so new, they don't have everything down exact as to how people are affected by this. But Chris, to Chris's point, yeah, the tests are not a hundred percent accurate. I heard they're like fifty percent. Yeah, that's the that's Which what the discussion is not acceptable to me to be making calls on like who can do what. Like Mike Brown might not have code. There's a fifty fifty chance. Like flip a coin, and maybe you have it, maybe you don't. Like how are you? I'm just but, my but, mind but is. But here's so here's boggling. the other. But here's the other boggling, Chris. So I I have a guy who died uh, in April. Guy was 49 years old. He was the vice president of the Copeg School Board. He and I were at a meeting the week before. He started saying he has a cold, blah, blah, blah. Next thing I know, his wife's calling me because he's in ICU at Good Sam. Rich, they think he has COVID. He tested positive. He wants to talk. I mean, I was friendly with him. He was a leader in the community and ends up not coming out of ICU, dies about a week later. and. It's just like baffling that that guy. Yeah, ended. but that same guy didn't go to Long Island Strength and Performance and work out. Well, that's what I said. He didn't keep in, you know. Right. I just, from what I see, it it appears to be affecting people who, you know, either have pre-existing ailments yeah, or, didn't, immunity. or didn't take care of themselves and they live on McDonald's or something else. And like, and now I'm to a point where it's like. You know, you got the world closed to protect people who never did a thing to protect themselves. And now you have the people who can fight it off and are strong enough to, like, keep this country going. And we can't because there's a lot of weak. We're the most obese country in the world. Right. And that's what and that's the frustration that everybody has, which is why. Hang on, Chris, Chris. Chris. You like six times more likely to, like you know, wind up in ICU from this thing. Chris, Chris, those same fat people that don't take care of those, they got feelings. Like, they don't like that the Redskins are the the Washington Redskins. Yeah, and they're making three times the amount they make a week on unemployment. So, they don't care how long the world stays shut for. So, that's a whole different... Rich, Rich... Rich, the way that every other state right now is spiking, right. is New York anticipating a spike? Uh, I would say later this year. Just because I heard October. Of, yeah, just because I, I think we're all we're all feeling very good that there hasn't been a spike. 
with the phased reopening. The fact that we haven't seen a dramatic increase and it's been steady, um, we're all kind of not surprised, but kind of relieved. And on the flip side is going into the fall, that's when you're going to get all the other viruses running around. So we believe that there'll be a spike later on. So like Texas, Miami, I think California, they all kind of pulled everything back and they closed everything down. Is that New York's plan as well? Once we get a little bit, if the numbers start going north, are we closing everything back down? I would say I don't believe you're going to be able to close everything back down. I think that um, the combination of the frustration that Chris talks about, plus the fact that we've learned ways and we've argued behind the scenes, I'm not going to have the arguments that I've had with the state officials on this show. Awesome people out, Rich. Get into but, it. <laughs> but, <laughs> you want to get me fired, Dennis? Come on. But I'll I, do it. I'll do it. But I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I see. I see. Where are you, by the way? Are you in Oakdale? Man? Is that Oakdale? What's that? Are you in Oakdale? Is that yes. you? are you're in your house in Oakdale. Yeah, I'm in quarantine. <laughs> there you, go. you had too much fun over the weekend. Did I have too much? Too much. Uh, I'm, I'm still here. You're still here. Excellent. But no, but, uh, Chris had a little. Chris had a protest at his house with like 15 people. He was checking everyone's temperatures at the door. Uh-huh. If you coughed, you were out. Out? Yeah. yeah. You let it, what, was this you and your brothers or? Yeah, family. Family, friends, right? Mm-hmm. Now, uh, but, but, but to Stan's point, I think what will happen is we learned a lot of that uh, you don't have to close down um, as was closed down. And we, and we did push back on a lot of situations that allowed us to say you don't have to close down as dramatic as they would. So I don't I don't envision it being like it was in March and April. And I think it'll be a lot more manageable. Um, and in, so like like a casino or some places are opening and they have like retinal or what's the word? Like the scans of your body temperature or you, you can walk in the door and take your temperature. Why can't that be the type of plan that's in place for a gym opening? So that we can't afford that infrared. No, I'm saying everyone that comes into Long Island MMA in Islip, you Who, who's who's buying that equipment for us? Uh, a thermometer. The, we already been out of business for five months. So um, good news, Chris. Uh, although your your gym is in Islip, but in Babylon, we're giving out ten thousand up to ten thousand dollars in grant money to any business um, that. Uh, has to purchase anything related to uh, COVID, meaning uh, masks, sanitizer, thermometers. Um, so, for example, your buddy Rob uh, Labiento, who just texted me and asked me, "Rich bike sprints?" Question mark. So I'm going to tell him. Text him back. F comma. I'm going to tell him on the show. There you go. So, so for example, him. He's submitting right now his because he wants to reopen also, and um, and I let Greg and Ryan know this too. So through our industrial development agency, we came up with a program that's going to give up to ten thousand dollars per business for any um, additional measures they have to take, any equipment they have to buy, any um, uh, supplies they have to buy. 
that go toward helping them reopen to comply with uh, COVID guidelines. And it's working out real well. We've been, we've helped a lot of small businesses in the downtown area. So they're submitting their um, uh, invoices of the equipment that they've purchased or the supplies that they bought. And they can get, like I said, up to $10,000 in uh, grant money. They don't have to pay it back. It's designed almost to like kickstart them to get them going. And that's what our industrial development agency is doing. Um, I don't know if ISLIP is doing that, so I don't know how the ISLIP... It'll probably spread throughout the island, no? No, he's doing that innocent. Rich is man of the people. Like he No, I know that, but... He understands, like, the, like... How badly small yeah, they're getting they're crushed right now. They crushed, they killed everybody. Yep. They killed we're, everybody. We're trying to just help them get going again and get them recovered. And so that's why we took this pot of money that we had through the IDA. We would normally have been using it for other things. Like the at, parks, like the spray parks or. Yeah, that we can't use it toward. Right. right. So we're reallocating that, it to make that's it. That's amazing. Down. Yeah, for this. So I wish they would do something like that over here. But the problem with me is that we're. We're also stuck inside of a corporate gym, which is Gold's Gym. So I'm, right. I'm, I can't really open until they, allow, until they allow them to open their doors. I can't get through because I'm within their building. Right. So and, it's like I'm, I'm just at his mercy until he lets up. You know. Hear me out. Not rich, not rich but, but I'm at the hear mercy. Me out. I just don't I know a guy. I don't. <laughs> I just don't understand <laughs> no. like the mentality of. How we think that we can hide from a virus if we just stay inside for long enough. Like, it, it's just Mother Nature or... And when have we ever been able to hide from any anything? I mean, it's just... It's a, not a matter of if, it's a matter of when to everybody. And the whole flatten the curve thing happened. Everybody shut it all down, like what Rich alluded to about March and April. But... You know, I watched Home Depot, Costco, Walmart, everything stay open with lines. And the jeweler from before, he just got able to open and he has about 10 customers a day and they come in one at a time. Everybody wears a mask and hand sanitizes. But that's the the stuff that's that's not okay. We argued with them about. Yeah. Well, what were they doing from the jump? Like, it didn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It makes them look bad because. You let the big boxes stay open the whole time and well, you let them come up with protocols this quickly and you kept us closed and like who represented us during these phases and stuff? Do you think we would have taken that? Like, oh, yeah, we're just going to not open gyms. Right. What we said was um, and, and we said you're hurting the integrity of what you're trying to get people to buy into when you do that. And so when you have what you just described where you're seeing people lined up at Target or, or Home Depot, and then how do I explain to the jewelry store guy, or if, for example, a woman who has a, a blind company, you know, a, a window blinds and stuff, mm-hmm. and, and she, you've got some construction going, she's trying to provide her materials or her supplies, and she wasn't able to get in. I mean, you know, I, I'll say this here, I said, just go in, Barbara, and do it. Because <laughs> again, you, you, that's the only way you're going to be able to, to get it done. You're in there by yourself or you're with your one other employee and you're providing this stuff. Again, so, that, so I think to Stan's point, Stan said, how is it going to look, you know, later on? I think that 
there's a lot of things that were learned off of this, and that's why you can get be guaranteed, at least from our perspective in Babylon, we're going to fight for making sure that it's done the proper way. And um, Chris, I'll suggest to Iceland, because I think just you describing what you've got, I think that if um, if lessons and if we're if we're successful in getting some changes after tomorrow for the gyms, I think there may be some movement on the smaller gyms being able to reopen and, and you'd be able to do something. We'll talk, I'll talk offline with you about that. Yeah, and then that's another thing too is if the best way to combat potentially catching the coronavirus or surviving the coronavirus if you catch it is your health, fitness. Yeah, it's yeah. the best way to protect yourself. It's better than any other thing you can do and it's been taken away from everybody literally. Oh yeah. yeah, no, I'm I'm going crazy right now. Not ha- I mean, I've been trying to do stuff with Rob at his house, and you know, I don't blame him not wanting people over there or anything. But I've been trying to stick. Bitch, stick with- I'll train you. Train you. Over here. <laughs> Look at this over here, man. Oh, we got a whoa. driveway. Whoa, is that the is that the Lindenhurst address? Yeah. 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 I'm ready. Well, hey. Free charge. Rich is like the Rich is like oh, the only person the that can calm me down when it re, when it, in regard to any of this. <laughs> He's like the only person that I'll like listen to. Li- right. Listen and uh, we'll talk offline. Yeah. Well, me and Menace were talking about it before Rich came on. Most politicians are full of shit, and they're not going to shoot you straight. They're going to go into that political speech, and Rich is not one of those people. No, he's not. No time. He's, he's very different than what I'm seeing a lot of out there happen right now. I just want Stan. What's the mortality so far out of all the cases? What do we got? That's what I'm trying to find. Yeah, like a whopping point six six of a percent countrywide or New York. Yeah, whatever. Give me yeah. the world. Give me everything. I googled it, and they're not giving me an actual statistical number. Go to the uh, Johns Hopkins dashboard, Stan. Is a Johns Hopkins University? It's like it's like one percent. Yeah, they've got it right on there. And I just uh, like homepage. You know when like it's like the dad that the son makes it to the NFL and then he's like right there on draft night and he's like, "You did, we did it, son." Like you didn't care about our health when it comes to cigarettes or drink as much as you want or let's pollute the the ground and with Grumman and then blame, you know, just say, I don't know, let's pollute the park in Central Islip and cut a deal and and expose kids to biohazardous stuff and then, you know, let the guy out of jail after six months or three months in some nice little place he went to for a little bit. But something that's killing 0.66% of people, let's shut the whole world off. The flu has come in quietly and killed like a quarter mil so far this year, just nice and quiet. But we have a vaccine for that. Nobody cares because it's not a news story. It's not hot. It's not, you know, whatever. And to me, it's like, I don't understand where the mindset of this country went because 50 years ago, this wouldn't happen. People would be like, nah, we're going to work. This country has to stay open. Yeah, China quietly, China quietly is up and running. They're going to pass us real soon economically. They're they're right there. 
They're back full force. We're buying all their stuff right now. It's like, I just don't understand it. Why are we the ones that can't figure it out? So I can't find a statistic on it, but obviously we can gauge it off of... I have statistics on it. It's like 0.7. Well, I'm saying there's 7.8 billion people in the world, and then they're saying the total confirmed cases is 11.7 million. Okay. So how many that, like... Which is a blip on the radar 11.7 billion 11.7 million when you're talking about yeah, seven let me yeah. put those things up dude Fifteen thousand people die a day from starvation still in 2020 Fifteen thousand died today kids women men like that's just one statistic i just forgive me for no, being I don't like think, no i don't you care me. that much that against my will you're gonna do what's best for me i'm not so sure that that's what why you're in this game with me. I'm, I don't from, I'm know. from the government and I'm here to help you, right? What's that? I'm from the government and I'm here to help you. Uh, I think that's an old local government and like oh, Chris, you know, that's an old Chris, what that is is that's a joke where people say, Oh yeah, you're from the government, you're here to help me. No, you're here to screw me. That's we're in an, we're at a point in time where Pretty much everybody says they can't trust the government, they can't trust the institutions, they can't trust the information they're being given, right? And you're not you're you're not the only person who's thinking what you're just saying. Yeah, I mean I won't watch sixty seconds of CNN or Fox News or anything because it's just one side agenda and the other side's agenda going against each other. And that, that to me is not how you, you gotta like be in the middle of, uh, think for yourself critically. But. Rich, if you want a segment here on Mess the Man called, hey, 50 50, shoot it straight, we'll take you. There you go. I'm happy to be on. Now Rob says I better get off the show and do bike sprints. Tell him. <laughs> Yo, he's just jealous. I've been doing those bike sprints. I there bought an assault bike. I got it downstairs in my house. Uh, How many RPM are you hitting over there? Um, uh, what am I? Are you I, doing twenty twenties, thirty thirties? Yeah, we do uh, we do twenty twenty. No, we do twenty thirty. Oh, thirty thirty. Thirty thirty. And 30. what are you doing? Like, uh, you guys all hop on Zoom or what? Yeah, he. Uh, I have the little phone, and I put my eighties on eight on in the background. So, I don't know. I miss the rap music from the gym, though. I miss it. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. Wow. Well, <laughs> rap or you get some weird, like, well, you would hear some weird rap. They're like, what the fuck? Or uh, the Axel F theme, when Greg gets to put on the Axel F theme. Oh. I got to say, Long Island MMA Farmingdale's music choices, a lot of the time, I'm, I'm just like. Yeah, because it sounds like dreary and depth. You're like you're like Michelino. Turn that yeah, shit off. Yeah. Come on, Mitch. What's turn that on? turn that music that no one's ever heard before. Oh, you remember when they thought it was cool yeah. to keep looping the same song for like an hour and see? Who well, that was it? for like on Fridays. It was, that was the, the Axel uh, F. That was the Axel F. Oh, that's what it was. Oh. Yeah, the, the, I used know, to want to tear my hair out. Yeah, that was from. Well, the um, thing is, like after like two hours, like. Is this the same song? Yeah. Yeah, you start to <laughs> like, And then once you, like, your attention grabs the same song, you're and like, you're done. As fuck. soon as you realize you're done, yeah. you're tortured. That's Greg's favorite song, I'm told. What? How's that go again? Like, dun, 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 yes. Dun, 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 dun. And he would just keep playing it. 
Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Murray and uh and yeah. Beverly, Beverly Hills Cop, Axel uh, I remember was, like torture. Michelino yeah. being like, I like conscious <laughs> rap. I was like, turn that shit off and put on some hip hop, some actual rap. Put on Biggie Smalls. Yeah. He likes rap with a message. And I was yelling eighties on no eight. Never heard. Eighties on eight. So I got eighties on eight and my bikes, my assault bikes. I don't know when the day is gonna come, but next time I'm in the gym, you're in the gym. What I'm just gonna just go back there, put on A's on eight, and see what happens. Awesome. Yeah, Thank I got you, you Buzz. Thank you. Yeah. So, so I'll see you guys soon. Yes. Hopefully this all keeps. Chris, I'll give you a Buzz tomorrow morning. Okay. I got, a, I got a um. I just have a phone call for Island Strong for a, like a Zoom meeting at ten thirty. All right. Cool. I'll call you. Um, What's the that. room meeting? What's the? the I've been I've been getting up real past- early though. So. Oh, you're up early. All right. I'll give you a call in the morning. Yeah, the morning. I've been getting up at like six thirty. I changed my whole thing nice. to quarantine. Nice. Nice. I'm tearing it up despite this being closed. You get more done. Well, he's angry. Less angry, less angry. No, he said, angry. well, I'm angry. He's putting his frustration. I'm just motivated for some reason, even though there's nothing going on for me. I'm just like, I'll just get better as a person. I don't know. Yeah, but you're doing it the right way. A lot of people aren't. Well, wait. Oh, yeah, I've lost I've lost like 12 pounds during quarantine. I'm in like better shape than I started. <laughs> I've seen that. Wade's looking jacked right now, but Wade wakes yeah. up. Wade wakes up every morning and he's like, motherfucking Cuomo, motherfucking, and, and he paces around a little bit. Then he gathers himself like, you know what? I'm going to go make a phone call. All right, call. guys, I got to go now. You're going to get me fired here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do this to Rich. You're the man, Rich. All right, see you guys later. All right, Rich. Take care. Bye. They're on the same party? Are they the same party? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's like his, uh, that's his cohort. Boss? Not his boss. Not his boss? That is nah, not his like boss. Uh, but... I mean, actually, yeah, it might be. Cuomo's in charge of New York State. I love Rich, but I can't let some of the stuff completely off the hook. Like, like it's I... just it's just utter bullshit. Like but, legit bullshit. But you know his love for Long Island MMA. I'd imagine yeah. Rich is working to. Open the gym. No, Rich is. He really is. Rich is in like a bad spot where he's he's gotta play nice with like the sides that he doesn't even, you know necessarily even agree with that stuff because you have to play the game. It's all a game. It's a political game of just you know you gotta be smart about it. You can't make enemies. Like you can't. There's certain things you just can't do. Chris, you want to put a smile on your face? Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about fighting? Well, wait. First, I heard you talk about Island Strong. How's Island Strong doing? Oh, they're selling a ton of shirts. Yeah, we're, we're actually doing very well right now, despite the store having been closed, because a lot of people have been shopping online. So we had like some of our best months that we've experienced through people just being online a lot more. Yeah. Mm. You know what I need to start doing? I need to start when I'm like in Target or wherever I go. I need to take pictures because I see Island Strong shirts everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. No, it's it's starting to show up, man. It's starting to show up. I feel like now, we're what, what really on the cut right now of being like probably the brand on Long Island. 
What would it take for the Menace of the Man show to get sponsored by uh, Island Strong? A couple more of those good months that I was just talking about. Maybe we just get some gear for the first and just, you know, see what happens. Uh, I'll, be, I'll do that all day. We'll know. wear some shirts on the show. No chance am I trying to get rich off of Island Strong. I just, I think you guys have like legit gear that I kind of want a little piece of. I'm like, hey guys, messing yeah. the show. Uh, you know. Well, wait, who who's the Don't Be a Pussy shirt from? That's Gamma. Uh, yes, Gamma Labs. So see, we got the we got the product placement, Wade. He's got the Gamma yeah. Lab shirt. I got the GSP yeah, shirt cool. on. Do you feel behind him? Stacked yeah. up. Yeah. I'll hang yeah. some shirts over it. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. I love GP. We'll talk. We'll roll the ball around. I mean, I'm not trying. Like, yeah, no. But in all seriousness, we are making some really, really nice gear right now. And if you guys want to do something to start, we'll do something. We'll figure it out. Even if you got, if you guys just share the show, really, like, all right. Yeah, I mean, you know, we have, we do have a platform that way. So, yeah. so. we have like, I don't know, forty-five thousand followers or something around here. It's like more than Stan has. Yeah, more than you have too. More than I have. More than me and you have, Dennis, probably. <laughs> Fine. We'll talk about what you got? What do you got? Like 28, 30? I think it went down since I retired. Dude, mine's been going down a little bit, too. I've been running my mouth. Yeah. I've been running my mouth about this, and Pete saw people are like, I don't believe in this. Unfollow. Get the fuck out, bro. Dude. Yeah, but you also, so me and Stan talk about some things, and. Wait, this might be the last episode. With the shit we were talking about before you came on, Wade, this might be the last episode. Yeah. I was like one beer deep, and I was like, I don't like this and that. And fuck those guys. Well, anyways, so me and Stan will talk off the air, and we'll talk about how you know we should do this, we should do that. And I'm like, you know what? Let's do this. And if they don't like that, then I don't want them to pay attention to us. You know? Like, if, they, if we're not eye to eye, like, fuck off. Right. Or not even eye to eye, like, I don't know. Or if it bothers you, like, I see shit in Target that bothers me, but I keep going to Target. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the people know. that go in there. We just don't, we don't think on that that wavelength at all to where we can ever relate to that type well, of Here's what it is with me and you, where we mean you Like the from. shirt you have on, bro? That's who. You, that's what you're talking. Yeah, about. probably. Best man shows probably get canceled because of this shirt. <laughs> but I'll fucking I'll burn it to the ground. I don't give a shit. My my thing, like I it I keep reiterating it is like when something's killing less than one percent of the people that get it, like I'm not even going that in detail. I'm saying like me and you and even Stan. There's things we didn't like growing up. Our parents went, I don't give a shit. It, like, you don't have a say. Shut up. Everything's going to be fine. That's what it is. You go, okay. And it is. It's yeah, probably bro, better some that these, way. Some of these people never got hit. Some of these people never Yeah, they, know, like, like for example, like Stan. Stan has that and, like, that say and do whatever the fuck they want. Society has slowly, all the betas that like can't defend themselves have slowly over time 
created a whole new system where like you can't touch me and like they can win in so many other ways that they could never have won in the past. Gen- they they could be just completely feeble genetically, physically not take care of themselves, be completely closed-minded because they were silver spoon fed their entire life, born into money and they got stuff to say to people like me and you who just want to like you know run our business or you know just let let people make their own decisions like that kind of a person to me i just have no like no use for in this yeah professional fighter retired i'm still like my dad was like yo dude what you said that i'd like wow you know, but like, but me and my dad are the same wavelength because of that. All three of us can tell plenty of stories about how we cross boundaries as children and and we're reprimanded for doing so. I'm sure of that. But I know a lot of people are like I'm ne- not saying hit your kids. No, I never touched like, my dad. Yo, don't, like, your kids cannot always be happy. Your kids don't they run. Can't. Your your kids and even this. Your your kids. They're two. They're seven. Your like, your kid does not run shit. No. Does not Bro, run shit. There's people out there letting their dogs run shit. Do you understand how bad society is destroyed? Destroyed. Oh, kids. kids is like a. If if you see a kid totally spoiled now, it's like ah, that's not bad. How about the dog parents or the pet? Come on, bro. There's some. There's some. I'll call them out right now. My brothers will get in a chat. And both my brothers are both married. Both my brothers do not have kids. Both my brothers have dogs. That like, I've said a few things. And they're like, are you fucking serious? I'm like, what? For example, like. My brother's dog, and like, listen. Which brother? I love it's a good dog. Which brother? Dean. His dog got hit by a car. I'm being insensitive. I've never had my own dog. I get probably where he's coming from, but I just I don't know. I was being rational, I think. So his dog got hit by a car. He's like, man, like almost lost my dog. Whatever. He's upset. I'm like, uh, okay, and then. Cost me fifteen hundred dollars to. I'm like, you could have bought two of that dog. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, and like my other brother attacked me too, and I was like, ah. I mean, I when, it becomes, when it becomes like the like attached Why? to the family, there, I'm sure there's a number that you know, depending yeah. on how you're doing, you're willing to go to. I'm talking about people who. Like let the animal do whatever it wants. They shit like that. Like anything, literally anything. When they're oh, out, you like, chew on my couch. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, you little silly goose, you. Yeah, don't do it again. Such a cutie. Like, oh my yeah. god. Yeah, like, but those same type of people raise kids. Yes, they do. You're right. And, and that's people. why people are like Redskins. What is that? That's a football team? Would you not agree that we have some bigger issues at hand right now? Oh, my God. 100%. Like, all that tension, like... Of pro sports teams that are closed right now? Like, is it... Why? 
why is that the topic of discussion at all? A sports team be called being called the Redskins didn't call, kill anybody. It's because somebody wants to be like the hero for like like. Well, they want following. Look what I got done. Look at the attention I brought to this. Well, we That's talked about be their their hill. Instead of doing something like you or me did, Chris, and like fucking like, kill yourself, starve yourself. Well, Sacrifice we, well, shit. Menace, we talked about that with Eves and Out. A lot of people are just doing things for the gram, for social media. Oh, get it. All day. All day. That's all they did. Like, like I'm, I'm going to go protest just because it's just because it's cool. No, I was uh, burping. I'm like five beers, five Great South Bays deep at this point. Did you see how enraged I was speaking of that? Like, so... You know, they claim the incubation period can be like two weeks or whatever. You could be asymptomatic for two weeks. It's smaller than that. Right. So all these protests went on, right? And the whole whole left encouraged all of this to go on, right? They didn't want you to protest against them closing you down. But if you were going to get crazy over the other protests, you could do whatever you wanted to, right? This was how long ago? A couple weeks ago? Three weeks ago? Right? Wow. And now they're seeing number spikes, right? But they're blaming the 4th of July weekend. Like people went to the beach and drove straight from the beach to the hospital the next day. Get the hell out of here. Bro, they, the amount of they the Memorial people day. that went to the beach and then even got tested is, is like this probably. But they're running like sensational articles about – how it's July 7th today. They're talking about how the 4th of July has made us go back into a free fall as a country. You're full of shit. Completely full of shit. They started with Memorial Day. And they were saying Memorial Day made it spike. Right. But that, but that, none of the protests made it spike. None of the protests made it spike. Uh, where people were literally like this. You know? We need, hey, we need to get Brad in on this call. Dude, people need to pe- the the chips need to fall after the dust settles on this. They really do. They really, really do. Tomorrow, uh, tomorrow it's gonna be like, hi, this is YouTube and Apple Podcasts. Your show's taken off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Dan, what would you do, Stan? You'd probably kill yourself, right? No, I'd find another platform. I'd go Alex Jones, and I'd find another platform. What platform? They're not taking us down. I don't know. Any which way. We'll figure it out. They why can't. do we have to, you know why do we have to pay for people who can't, like, who can't, like, if you can't protect yourself and you decided to eat McDonald's your whole life, you stay yeah. home. Wow. I just had to, I should have brought it up to Rich. I like the Wade Bermuda. I'm coming out. The Wade Bermudez ticket for 2020. Dude, I want that guy's job so bad, that crook. Who? Cuomo. <laughs> so there you go. Taxi crook. That's De- what he is. Dennis. Let's not forget, bro. This is an election year. All right? De- don't want to talk about it. But- De- so here, here. We'll all get. Right, so what was Trump's strongest point going into this? It was the fact that the economy was doing great, right? Unemployment was at an all-time low. What did they do? They spun the entire thing. They gave... The country, the highest unemployment rate it's seen since like the housing market crashed. And then they closed every small business and put everybody under the teat of the government 
so that when they go into September, October, they're going to be like, look, look what he did. He didn't act fast enough. He didn't act fast enough. No, you guys shut everything. You closed everything. So he, he could have stopped this. No, he's still trying to stop bro, it. And that, yeah, he got so much shit. He stopped travel from China and from Europe early. And people yeah. were like, nah, he didn't They're do like, it. Nah, 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 nah. First, it was unconstitutional. Then it was, he didn't, right. do, it. He didn't right. do it early enough. Yes, exactly. First, he was evil. And then he was too slow, right? And then you just heard that before. Oh, we don't know shit. We don't know if masks, the cloth masks do a damn thing. We don't know if you're asymptomatic, if you could give it to somebody. We don't know how long the incubation period is. Our tests are 50% accurate, coin flips, right? And But they're predicting that it will come back in October. It will be back. How can you predict that? Where's your basis? So if I'm being honest, I don't know if I can get Bermudez elected as president. So, Dennis, we're going to run on the state level. I'm going to run Wade on the national level. I'm with it. Wade versus Kanye West and Donald Trump and Joe Biden. We're going Wade. Did you hear that, Chris? Yeah, I did. (laughs) Publicity stunt. I, I like it, though. And I'll tell you why I like it. You can't vote for him. I'm voting for no, but Joe listen, Biden listen, before this I is vote why for I him. like it. This is why I like it. I think that's why people don't like me because I think about stuff. Kanye West and Donald Trump are pretty tight. Yeah. Okay? Okay. The Democrats, for the most part, not locally, not guys like Rich, but are they want the country closed. They want to make him look bad. They want this thing to be as bad as it possibly can be. And they think that that's going to lead to them stealing this election away. So Kanye West comes up. What's their main push right now? Black Lives Matter. Oh, wow. Um, They don't care about them. They want their votes. They're... They want, they don't, they're not trying to, if, if you think the world is all like sunshine and rainbows and everybody is such a good person and, and on and on and on, then you, I got a bridge to sell you. So the election, the election, the election's coming and now Kanye West put throws his name in, right? He could steal a lot of votes from them, from people that would normally have voted for Biden, and now they're going to vote for Kanye West. <laughs> like, and I'm like, yes, bro, do it. Even five who think like, hey, I've got feelings. I know, I know what the fuck's up. I'm, those people are going to vote for Kanye, right? I hope he's going to steal like a you. Listen, we you have to talk about elections the way it is. They. The the Democratic Party is is pushing for the minority vote extremely hard right now. And that goes for Hispanics. That goes for the black community. That that goes for literally all of it. And Kanye West can take a chunk of those votes, like legitimately can. It it sounds absurd, but he literally could. People. What's that? Who would be a better candidate that could steal that many people? No, he's about as good as you could do that way. What about his wife? No. If, no. They, if they really wanted to beat Trump, they would throw a bag of money at The Rock. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. And they get the dumb people to be like, no, I'm voting for The Rock. If you think I would vote for The Rock, you would be out of your mind. He have, he would have my vote so fucking... I've never voted. I would vote for The Rock <laughs> so fucking fast. Your head would fucking spin. Thank God, thank God you don't vote, Menace. What do you mean? I like the way that guy walks. I'm going with him. Yo, me and Rock and Chris Wade and you, we all probably think on the same fucking line for sure. Yeah. The Rock does the hard work. The Rock doesn't speak on politics because and the only time when you don't speak on politics it's because you're Republican or you're in that realm. You're almost common sense. Like even wait, I'm sure you've seen it. The start and it goes back same way they say oh slavery or Confederate army or whatever. The Democrat Party is like before the Republican Party. The Republican Party was started to combat the Democrat Party trying to keep slavery alive. That's what the Republican Party is. So like I don't know, I don't know the facts about the starting of either party. I don't even agree with parties to tell you the truth. I, oh, a hundred percent. Think it's just a rig, I mean, another rig job, like. What, how is that the best way to pick the best person to give you two choices of, of like rich old white guys that, that like got enough money from their corporate buddies to run for president and get ad campaigns? Like, where's our, like, where's the 45 year old young, like, you know, brash guy that's going to symbolize power? Like, where is he? Like, why, why do we have a senile guy? Well, what? Hangs out with strippers and like shoots machine guns. Dan Bilzerian. No, it, oh, that's not a football player. Poker player. No, I said what oh, I said. Poker. Fuck that guy. <laughs> that guy's soft too. Please, bro. You don't think don't you know. and him maybe think in a similar line? But here, wait. I'm sure you've seen it on like Facebook. There's some friends or people we know in the fight community that are like hardcore, like. Democrats, like, like I'm an independent. I consider myself. I actually consider myself common sense. Yeah, that's what I am. I yeah, considered yeah. myself. If you had to ask me before this, a Democrat. I would go to all the richest stuff. I've seen Hillary speak. I've seen well, Obama Rich speak. totally. I met them. Everything rich. And when this all happened, and I thought about it and watched everything that's been going on, I'm done with them forever. Forever, they'll never get me back because they screwed us that badly, and they're still screwing us that bad. So uh, it, I'm common sense, but my common sense tells me that to go this way, you know. Yeah, I'm done with it, bro. Politics is a slippery slope, but yeah. And I, then where's liberals and what's the other one? Liberals and kind of want to get in there bro i feel like the new wave thing is to just like speak your truth and to be real and you can like really get ahead nowadays and like you don't have to be as much bullshit you know you can chris wade's gonna go to his mailbox like next monday and be like i'm running for fucking state senate what i'm just gonna sign him up chris re chris rewatch your segment of the show send stan what clips you want he'll he'll make them for you and then i got you wade Nice white fellow like yourself. I'm going to put Bermudez on the ticket so you get that Puerto Rican vote. Oh, wow. 
See, we're already, we're already politicking right now. You ever see you ever see the signs that get put in the lawn? Bro, how could someone beat one of us though? Honestly, if you're ha- if you can debate and talk and be rational, like, bro, what have you been through that I haven't been through? Right. You got I'm literally a, I literally have fought for things. Like I'm literally a fighter. You're just talking out of your ass over here trying to rah rah people and you're going to steal from them after. So and then when you guys give speeches, you just finish it or in the middle of it you'd be like, "And if worse comes to worse, I'm leg kicking this motherfucker." And then the yeah, crowd the crowd will uproar. The speech, he just laces me like and we're just like, "Yeah." <laughs> <Blinds> everywhere. <laughs> Shotgun, two beers, and fucking. <laughs> yeah. So, I got to great day beers, just bang it off our head and drink it. I'll That's how you win nowadays. Oh, my God. Ric Flair, each Ric Flair chop each other, hit a woo. Yeah. Everyone yeah. back. So, I'm voting for this Dan, motherfucker. Dan, could you break a watermelon with your legs, squeezing it? Like, I saw Grilly trying to do it. He couldn't what do it. How did you? Oh, the to do it. No. Chris, shut the fuck up, Chris. No. Ah. Oh. Women can do it. Women have like that strength. No, no women probably stab a hole in the side. No, cover with their legs. You never. A jacked girl has strong, has like that weird tensionary strength or whatever in her legs to go like this. I don't believe it. Are there women that can do that, girl? I don't believe it. You don't get on the machine at the gym that does that, the abductor thing. They do that machine. Yeah, but he's also need to get on that to be stronger than them. I triangle people. Why wait? Wait. Wait, you've never you've never seen that girl? She's getting like either ripened ones that are like getting mushy or some she's doing something to them because we you're not convincing me that that girl's that much stronger than than Dennis and I and Grilly and all all these guys and we couldn't even make it make a cracking noise. Well, nobody did it. It it starts to like dude. It, like, I felt move. like my knees were bend a lot. Did you guys try it? Because I've I've seen it. I've never tried it. Did you guys try it the Ben Askren way? Did anyone break yeah, it that I way? I got it like this, and I was just like trying to destroy now, Chris, Chris, do you think Ben Askren did it the proper way? Or he had something... He's got a gorilla grip. I'll give Ben Askren because I'd like... I would, I'd believe, like I would believe that. He's like a country boy, like... Farm strength. Yeah. Did he probably knows like, a little technique and he knows how to like... Hang on, real him. quick. Did he do two at the same time? Like this, yeah. That's where I'm like... I don't know, man. I think it depends on the watermelon. I think if you get watermelon, you could break He also has way longer arms than you or I. Right. I think there's probably something with leverage there with that, for sure. I would agree. And here, we could... I do think the watermelon matters. I think if you have a rind that's like this thick, like you're not cracking that thing. Bro, we put a mortar in it and lit it off, and we went over there, and it hadn't even exploded. It, like, cracked a little. On it the just phone. had, like, a had big like a, hole. It had, like, a circle and, like, a little crack on each side. You guys got some badass watermelons. Oh, hang on. Stan, a mortar. Yeah. And it didn't... It just made a hole. Nope. You know what, Chris? It did not... We, we thought it was going to be all over the road, and it was just sitting there smoking, like... Like in the, we could have picked it up and like cut it up after that. All right, right. Per- perfect segue there. We're talking Ben Askren. 
I was like, yo, Ben, Marty, your boy, Ma- your boy Marty's about to fight Masvidal. You want to come on the show tomorrow? He was like, oh, tomorrow I'm super swamped. I got shit going on. And then I was like, how do you see that fight going? Who you got winning? He was like, Marty, however he wants. Is Ben coming on right now? No. You know what? I oh, do, I thought I you were segueing like... I do agree with that, though. Like, I was segueing to UFC 251. Got you. We don't look at fighting the same way anymore, but you guys can honestly sit there and say that, like, all right, let's say Usman was like, I just re- I just want to win, right? I just want to keep my belt. I only have six days. This They just changed my opponent. This guy's dangerous. You're telling me if he, want, if he didn't want to put him on the cage and take him down about 15 times and exhaust him and destroy him that he couldn't do it. The way that Masvidal wins is if Usman decides to be a Dana and a people pleaser and have a boxing match like he did with Colby. Yeah. To entertain everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Only that's not like, that's not like true MMA, like true MMA, like who's better and who has the better skills. Usman could beat him. I feel like, 10 times out of 10 if he wanted to by just taking him down. Like, how is he going to get up more than once? Yeah. Khabib could beat him. Khabib, exactly. The way people... That's the weight class different. That's the weight class below. The Wait, wa- Khabib what? Couldn't beat I'm him. saying Khabib could beat at 170. Could probably beat... Masvidal? Yeah. You're saying? Yeah. But by even like that. Down and going yeah. Yeah. 100%. I would take Khabib all day. Ragdolling him for it's 20 like minutes. Rock, it's like rock, paper, scissors, bro. It's proven. That's why they don't really like it. They like the the action and the unknown of like anybody could get knocked out at any second. Well, the thing is, is I think Masvidal stepped into that realm that Connor printed. Where hey, let me talk a fucking not. And I think Masvidal's shit that he talks is real, very yeah. real. No, he's real. Where people he's real. become emotionally engaged. Like yeah, motherfucker. It's not Marcus, a story. I'm gonna punch your fucking face out. Right, but he's go- he's goading Usman into that kind of a fight. He knows what he's doing. He's he's reeling him in like I'm gonna break your face, and Usman's gonna be like, "You ain't breaking my face. Watch this." And then they're gonna have a a pissing contest. And even people are saying that Masvidal has that out. Like, oh, I only took the fight on six days' notice. He does have that Which out? He does. He win does win for him. If but he, does, he didn't have enough time to get ready. He right. did, he wasn't getting ready for Usman, like he didn't have that centered training camp for Usman. Usman got ready for Burns, but Masvidal's been training. He's not coming off the couch. I know he's not coming off the couch, but he doesn't have pressure like the way Usman does. That's something I've heard a lot of people say: is all, all the pressure's on Usman. If he loses, he just has an asterisk. I like, think that's just natural for the person who's been on the card the longest. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, isn't that always the case? Like, remember when Connor's fight switched to Nate and like the pressure really wasn't on Nate on that first one. And he and he swarmed him. Here's another thing. Masvidal's already talking about who he's going to give a title shot to. <laughs> Next, you're saying? Yeah. He- I love it. I love it. Hang on. The guy is. I think it's organic, but he's a marketing he's organic for sure. It's organic, but he's marketing awesome. Yeah, he's doing a great job with himself. Whereas Kobe, you're like, dude, really? Like, yeah, I'm- I get it. Well, I mean, when you come from backyard fighting, I mean, you you don't 
you don't really need to explain much more than that, right? I mean, you kept it pretty damn real. <laughs> that guy could say whatever he wants from here on out, bro. He was fighting with Kimbo, Scott. And then he's punching dudes backstage like he can yeah. say. He's raw, dude. He's real. Like that guy could could turn on you at any second, bro. You right. could be having a great night, and he might punch you in the face at like ten o'clock. And I know, like, I invited you, my brother. Yeah. Bro, we were having a great time. I said, I love Cuba. I don't appreciate what you had to say. <laughs> <laughs> Headbutt. Oh my god! But I, I like that. I kind of like that. I'm into that. Well, hang on. I also like, and I know you for sure can say the same thing. Like, my friends and the people I hang out with are all like that. But I feel like you're like. Yeah, that's how I grew up, man. Like, I grew up like that. I don't like the cringy stuff that goes on in MMA right now. It's disingenuous, and it's it's all promotionally based. And and like those ones that are organic, those are the ones that you that most people take to, like the ones that you find that it's real. Yeah. But another reason why I said to Menace, I want to get Chris Wade on. I know Chris Wade likes to dabble a little bit in the gambling, betting some money on some fights. Allegedly, I, I hate I, that I, he's on here right now because I'm probably gonna spend like a minimum of two hundred. This is a big car. This ha- this has some fights worth betting. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, Chris, I'm not, Chris, you know how I you know how I am with like wa- like watching them, but I will yeah. I will be watching this. Chris, Papa needs a new pair of shoes. <laughs> Specifically, don't, worry, for don't work. worry. We're gonna we're gonna cook. We're gonna we're gonna be. Oh fine. lord! Oh lordy! Yes. Menace. And you know what, man? I've been hitting some weird prop stuff, like, like what round, like choke third round, or like the odds are crazy. I can't. Every time I go with someone, like, listen, we're gonna win. Just follow my lead, and I go, okay. I do. We did. Just one time, I was in Atlantic City with Lafleur. And I was like, we'll do, we'll each do, he's like, we'll each do a hundred bucks. I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, trust me. I'm like, all right, okay. Ten minutes later, he's like, that's the best I ever lost that much. I was like, what? What? But wait, even you were saying profits. What was it? UFC 250? I picked, I put a hundred bucks on 50 and 50 on Cody Galbrandt winning by knockout over a Sunsau in the second round. Wow. And then he knocked out a Sunsau with 459. Yeah. So I remember watching that fight and I'm like, all right, he fucking lost. He fucking, this is done. And then he did that fucking Hayushin. And then he he disappears and fucking boom, there's your money. (laughs) Oh my God. I was watching that with my brother-in-law. I was like, oh my God. That's why you got to love fighting, right? You got to love fighting for that reason. Like you're always in it. You always have a puncher's chance, right? Like you could be down every round and there's a chance that you could hit somebody with a haymaker and bang. Yes. The unpredictableness of You want to go through some of the picks? Yeah. Who do you think is going to take Usman Masvidal? Masvidal is a... Oh, you want to start at the top? Well, you want to go bottom? We can go bottom. I mean, the bottom, we don't know a lot of these guys. No, I'm not saying the very bottom. I was thinking like from the Vulcan fight, maybe? Yes. That's probably... Like even... Like, you know... Makwan Armakani, but he's fighting. Nobody knows who Danny Henry is. Well, if you want a little underdog, it's not really. It's like almost even money. But Maxim Grishin was in PFL last year, and he's 
pretty damn solid. I would say that's a pretty live, like, 50-50 bet if you want to try to make some quick money early in the night. I would take him. Do you know what I always tell Menace? One of my favorite things to do is is mm. pick your card. Like, pick your whole card. You could put 10... Yeah. You could put ten bucks and win like ninety grand. If you, oh, yeah, on a site that would let you put a parlay in like that, yeah. If, if you get it right, and yeah, you're I bound, mean, you're bound to hit. You know, tell them about the one night, Stan. Which one night? Everybody won except for. Oh my god! Uh, I had one parlay one night, and Burgos. I got like nine fights in. It was like a seven thousand dollar parlay, and Burgos. Lost that close fight to Josh Emmett. Gosh. Uh, I uh, I've, I've hit some a few baseball eight teamers before. Yeah, on a random night like a Tuesday, all eight games, bang. Yeah. Right. So I could probably do it with fights. It's you know. hang on, different ball game though, no, Chris? It's, yeah, it is because of the literally. There's no way to even it, like in. In sports, you do a point spread to make to make an even number, and I would never take the Knicks against almost anybody. But maybe I'll take the Knicks plus sixteen points, you know, like yeah. that. And you can't have that in fighting, really. Like they should do that. They should be like, you know what? I'll take um, some sites will give you the rounds. Namajunas plus one round. You know, like she could lose two rounds to one, and you win that bet. She just can't get beat every round, you know, something like that. Some sites will give you a parlay like that. Like, they'll give you each fight, how long it goes type shit. Real quick, before we get into the card, can we talk about 135? Frank Yeager. Chris, did you see that Munoz, right? Yeah, he tested positive. Tested positive, he's out. Mm -hmm. Aldo threw up. What's that? He got coin flipped. (laughs) <laughs> right. So Aljo throws out a few, like, you know, posts. Hey, head to Abu Dhabi. You know. Yes, I saw that. I saw that. But it turns out he was going there for Marab to fight Frankie. Frankie turned. There's a, you know, Stan, what was that? There's a few other 135ers like, I'll fight Frankie. I'll fight Frankie. I'll fight Frankie. Frankie went. Jimmy Rivera. Ricky Simon, Marlon Vera, Marab, a couple people threw their name out. Like, I'll fly tomorrow. 19-hour flight, I'll make weight on the plane. So why is he backing out? He's 38? He wants, he wants probably one or two in a title fight, as opposed to some young gun that might fuck up his 135 right. debut. Yeah, right, right, right. He's playing it smart. Yeah. Like, you've seen how... Yeah, but, but that... If I'm Frank Yeager and I'm pull pull him off the card and put Marab another guy on, well, that's what they did. Partially, they took Frankie off and they gave they made Jimmy Rivera versus Cody Stamen. Yeah, so good. Yeah, but that's for the next. That's for the fifteenth. that's no that that's to replace. Oh, that was on the fifteenth, right? Sorry, that's to replace Frankie Yeager versus Pedro Munoz. And I, as of right now, Edgar has no fight. Right. He's not going to take one. Yeah, I don't think He's so. Trying to do what Aldo did. He wants to move down a weight class and like go right to the front of the line. Well, that's what I said to Menace. I'm like, so one. Yeah, that, that's my opinion. One, yeah. Oh, bro, one thirty-five title shot. 
Yeah, he, th- he probably thinks it's a small, smaller division. He's a big name. A ah. one, one, one pretty big win, and he could put himself literally right into some sort of contender situation. You, hang on, you have the same manager. You don't think that that has been spoke about? Like, oh, I'm sure they're being smart about it. If I, yeah, had, but yeah, one sure. look at one. He's probably getting show money now, which is probably probably pretty penny. Getting show money for what? The guy is canceling? I don't yeah, know. He nah. a whole camp. They, I don't think they give you show money unless you make weight. No, they won't pay him much. Yeah, they're going to give him something but not show money. They'll pay you show money if your guy scratches like the day before at weigh-ins or something. But yeah. they don't. I don't imagine if like he didn't even fly. Especially if they threw you four replacements and you turned them all down. Yeah, exactly. If I turned down four replacements, they would cut me in two seconds, which we already dealt with that. But but even um, Ed, wait, but even Edgar. To... Well, wait, even Edgar Aldo title shot off a loss. Mm-hmm. The last guy to fight for the one thirty five title against Cruz against Cejudo was Cruz. He was coming off a loss and hadn't fought in three years. Right. So Frank Yeager's probably like, all I got to do is win a fight, and I'm getting the title oh, shot. Oh, what about Aljo though? Oh, my God. Yo, so wait, wait, wait. Me and Menace talk about it all the time. Aljo deserves that fight, man. He deserves it, but Frank Yeager... I would be fucking pissed if he skips him. Frank Yeager can call up Dana and be like, yo, check his Instagram. Well, that's How many probably... followers he got? Who? That's what Edgar will say. How many followers he got? How many followers I got? You know? I mean, right. I, I think Frankie's old school. Yeah, Well, I think the UFC <laughs> will see it. Frankie's exactly my favorite uh, UFC fighter. Yeah. I think, oh, I think Aljo should be, I think Sanhagen versus uh, Aljo could have been more of a title fight than Jan versus Aldo. Yeah, I still think Peter Jan is one of the top two, though. So. But but I'm saying, Aldo was 0-1 at 135. How does that warrant a title shot? Oh, nobody agrees with that except for the UFC. No one yeah. has come out and said that that was deserving at all. Yeah. Oh, and if anything, it should have been Aljo versus Jan. Yes, that was the yeah. fight. That was the fight. And then they just do whatever they want. So. Yeah. Or even when it was Aldo versus Cejudo, it should have been Cejudo versus Aljamain. I at that point. Hang on. Listen, I think we forget about the business aspect. Yeah. How many followers is, you know, Jan, you know, I guess, I don't know how many followers he has, but like, actually, who the fuck has Jan actually beat except for Uriah Faber? Jimmy Rivera's his biggest win besides Faber. But even, okay. th- there's probably a science. Like but he a, beat Jimmy Rivera before he beat yeah. Uriah. There's probably beat Uriah. There's probably a mathematical equation to it. Like if you have a million followers, they probably think twenty percent or ten percent or forty percent of your following is going to buy the paper is going to buy the pay per view or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's there's definitely logistics for sure. Yeah, Peter Yan is a bad motherfucker. I think he deserves. He should be definitely be in the title fight. Conversation. Yes, sure. I agree. I agree. He's a bad dude. Yeah. Aldo, you just topped in the weight class. You lost a close one. Yeah, no, he didn't. Well, How many followers does he have? He, yeah, he, Run these numbers right now. He I'll should honestly him. fight Frankie Edgar. Yeah. Who, Aldo? Yeah. He already fucked Frankie up twice. 
I know, but like class? just to see like who's gonna be the guy at thirty five that that is weight class. New weight class, yes. Well, Aldo, two point five million. So what do you what do you want to do, Jose? Aldo, two point five million. Yeah. So that, Holy, that's exactly why. I think I think Frankie's got a million. Uh, I talk about it all the time. Seven seven sixty eight. Frankie's got fighting the UFC is not necessarily as good a fighter you are, but as as popular you are. Yeah. Was well, CM Punk the co-main event that one time? Well, the feature fight. Yeah, he was a feature. He never had one fight. No. Uh no, I think he was the feature fight both times. Never had a fight. Right, so it's not exactly how good you are. Yeah, it's about selling an event. But how many people like you? Uh, you would think that they would figure something out for Frankie if that was the case, because they would want him on the card, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they tried to figure something out. He said no. But listen, like, think oh, about man. it with him. Like, why would you fight Marab right now? I mean, Marab has, like, a full head of steam. Super hungry, but doesn't have the name Frankie needs if he beats him to get really up to the title area. Right, yeah. Frankie has to finish him in the first round and be like, yep, this is where I belong. But I tell you what, Frank, I still don't think that would be finishing Marab in the first round. No chance. Oh, chance, bro. There's I don't think he finishes Marab in the fight, period. There's a chance he can't even win. No, I think Frankie wins. Mm. Bro, like I said to you, Menace, 38's old. No. Been a long time since he competed, though. Thirty-eight's up there. When was his last fight, Stan? Who, Edgar? Yeah, I think it was the the Max Holloway fight. Which was when? I want to say twenty nineteen. A year ago, really? Yeah. Oh no! Oh my God! His last fight was uh, Korean Zombie. Oh. Oh yeah, that's right. Which was. That was 2019? That fight? So here, 2019, July of 2019, he lost to Max Holloway, and then December of 2019, he got beat up by Korean Zombie. Oh, wow. So he has fought recently, though. More so, recently. Chris, you watched that fight, right? Frank Anger versus Korean Zombie? No, I watched him in Holloway, but I didn't see that other one. Did you see the highlights, at least? Yeah, I did. Like, I watched that fight, and I like my own pride, I was like, why couldn't they give me those main shots? Like, he dropped me one time. I'm shooting for a shot. Frankie got up, got dropped, got up, got dropped. I'm like, what? I know, but Frankie, like, really has. Say it. <laughs> Say it, Chris. What? Say Frankie what? has what? I'm saying he's done that, like, his whole career, and they've kind of, like, allowed him you, to do Do that. you remember my first five fights, Chris, in the UFC? Yeah, I remember all your fights. I actually think oh, I got you, dropped and fucking that, won the fight. I think that you lost to um, the guy that was going to put you at the title scenario because he scouted you and he knew if he hurt you, you would dive straight in on him. Yeah, I hate that about him. That, what's that guy's name? Ricardo Lamas. Lamas. Ooh, Lamas. Knew that, Lamas is knew about that to it. fight your boy, uh, Ryan Hall. Oh. Yeah. Well, he, he called. knew that if Dennis got like got hurt, that he would come in for his legs. He sidestepped Dennis and hit like like a slick ass guillotine while Dennis was going for the for his legs. The best that there's no way you do that that quick unless you've been like planning that. Dude, hang on, my hat 
go everybody but beats me like like that finishes me i go except for queen zombie even queen zombie i go okay hit me quick twice before i hit the ground like they gotta jump in and stop it right you hit me three times before i hit the ground they gotta stop that well he hadn't he hadn't like stopped you that way he just got you in that choke no, but I'm saying even that was only like a game like, or something. Jeremy Stevens, hey, well played, fucking oh, Carl no. Wampus, well no. played. Fuck that guy. <laughs> nah, he's he's the, he, he's come on the men's and the man show. Yeah, yeah. He's, well, let me ask him about how he missed weight by six and a half. Pounds. Oh, very true. Very and true. How they they pressured you into fighting him. Very true. You know what? A little. I feel pretty good fighting too. If I made, uh, if I had to make one sixty one, and the other guy made one fifty six. Yeah. Why they pressured you into fighting him, Menace? They didn't pressure me. They said, "Hey, <laughs> he didn't make weight." They didn't talk about money or anything that. Like, mm. will you fight him? And you know me. I mean, I'm the. You know. Yeah. You know what happens in wrestling when you miss weight by six pounds at counties or states? You go fucking home. That's where you go. Or nationals. How many times that guy miss weight? All the time. All the time. He thinks it's an advantage for himself. Because he'll take the well, little... I mean, Greg ran the number. It's hard for him to make weight. He can't really make the weight. He should probably be at 55. But at 55, he really can't do probably what he wants to do. So he just miss he, weight. He knocked out Dos I mean, he can't be a champion. Well, he could punch... Anybody into oblivion at any time. He has heavy hands. Yeah. He's got very heavy hands. So, maybe let's make you, maybe this is why I'm not sour over it. I got, like, Fight of Night bonus off that. <laughs> they said, Dana and Lorenzo called me. They said, hey, we can't announce that you guys got fight at night or whatever because he missed weight but that was a fight at night candidate so we're going to send you discretionary bonus fight at, fight at night money oh that's cool I'm with that that's really cool though and then they were like public fight of the night Conor McGregor yeah right, that's right. No, or, no, I've, I've, I've seen that, that or, guy or they give it to Robbie Robbie Lawler and what's his name was that night too? McDonald. Oh, that was Friday night. Sure. I was there. Connor probably got performance that night. I was yeah. there, bro. It was crazy. He Dennis got me because I went out to work out with him, and I I sat like like eight rows back, bro. It was insane. Arnold Schwarzenegger is on my right. I was sitting right next to Boss Rutten. Like it was insane, bro. It was the best yeah. night like of watching fighting like of my life, pretty much at an event. And the the girl Dennis's fight. Boss Rutten stood up in front of her and was like, holy shit! Like, this is a crazy fight. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? And, like, cursed out Boss Rutten. He turned around and looked at her. She's like, yeah! Like, get the fuck out of my way! And he was like, I think he actually, like, sat down. So Chris looks at her and is like, do you know who the fuck that was? And she's like, no fucking clue. You're like, that's... It's like a uh, like a legend of MMA. You just told him to fuck off and fucking sit down, and he didn't say anything back to you. 
No, nah, he was so cool. He was like, I understand she's getting, like, you know, anxious. Well, I th- he knew exactly who she was to who was fighting. And after the first round, he's like, your friend, I think your friend won that. I think your friend won that. You know, like, he's looking good. We were. That was a good one. Yeah, it was sick. Right up until. Did I ever tell you why I never had you in my corner, like, after those couple? No. Well, I never was in your corner. Oh, I was. Anytime you were like a corner, I flew you out. I got knocked out. I was like, there's correlation there. Oh, it was only twice, though. I know. How many times I have you in my but corner? I wasn't. I was in your corner then. We almost did nothing that first fight. We worked out a little bit. I helped you make. Weight. Yeah, I know. But anytime I had you, listen, it's this stupid thing. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm confessing to you how my stupid mind works. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like, anytime Chris, I have Chris come to my fight. I fly him out, whatever. I get knocked out. Yeah, I get, I get that. You got to go with superstitions sometimes. Oh man, I was like, got to try to write. Even then, Korean zombie. Fuck. There's gotta be something. It's like menace. What happened? Wait, wait. The two hardest hitting people I've ever fought. Actually, Brandau hit very hard. It's like, Men- wait, wait, Menace, what happened out there? It was Wade. Wade was here. <laughs> you wanna, yeah. hey, why'd you lose? Chris, I brought, I flew Chris Wade out here. Actually, in the Korean zombie fight, I was arguing with Doc because I wanted you to, I was yelling for you to, to blitz him to try to finish as soon as you heard him in the beginning. And he was like, hey. Shushing me and telling me to let you settle in, and I was like, no, "His nickname is the Korean Zombie. You don't let the zombie settle in. He'll be right. fine after this if you let him settle in. Go for his throat right this second." You know? In all honesty, I couldn't hear anything the core was saying. Yeah, I figured. That. I remember hitting him, seeing him go like this, but like still staying strong. I was like, "Nah, he stumbled, bro. He was hurt." He was I hurt. know he, that. He, he I watched him stumble. That's why I took like two hard steps up to him. I was he like, "He was hurt," and he grabbed you on the cage. And oh, like, he did. And you weren't going like I was like, "Break free!" Like I just wanted you to go off. Yes, I remember like, that. And, well, he's, no, like, and he was like, in my him, head, like, "Don't tell him to do that." When I wobbled him, I took it nice and easy, slow over to him. Then I watched the replay. I took two steps and he grabbed me. I was like, yeah, I could have swore yeah. I was just like, he grabbed okay, me. got he, you, motherfucker. He was, like, he was hurt. And know? even once you rocked him and after you guys separated from that clinch, he started walking you down on skates. Yeah. Like he was fucked up. And you did like a bounce like, oh, shit, is he, is he good? Or I, I thought I caught him. And then you caught him again. Great. Hang on. I don't know if it's Korean zombie or Asians in general. They got a great poker face. Their eye—they have the same eyes the whole time. Yeah. We're gonna get torn down. The Madison Man show's over. Yeah, that's great it. job, Stan. That great was job. it. Great job. No, I love Asian people. Asian America. How many? How many Asian chicks have you ever uh, <sighs> slept with? That's a whole. That's a whole story right there. Oh, so you're not racist. No, not at all. That's how you can even say I'm not racist. I, I, I hook up and try to bang every ethnicity. In that's the- actually, I think that's actually a goal for most American men. Yeah. Oh my God. Like an Arabic, a Native American, uh, black, American, Chinese, Asian, Dennis. Greek. I had white. I had a gorgeous Asian chick when I was like 23. And I was living in Florida, 
Smoke show. Do you miss her? Yeah, I do. Did you ever try to message her? Hey, I'm doing this show. We're doing good. I never hooked up with an Asian girl. I'm doing this show with the future uh, independent governor of New York, Dennis Bermudez, as well as 2020 presidential candidate Chris Wade. No, so, Chris, I'm dating a half-Asian like, chick. You're missing out. not old enough for another, like, what do you got to be? That's so wild. They have to be a certain age to... You have to be 35 or 40. <laughs> now we got something to protest about, Menace. That's discrimination. We're throwing, a par- we're throwing a party, Wade, next month. And that's our cause, is we need to lower the... Oh, Chris. Lower the age that you can I run for president. So, some of the bombs you bought... Bring them over. Bring over one, actually. We can only probably afford one. You want a mortar? Yeah, just one. Uh, Yeah, I think I'm going to have a tent maybe in August. Just because, you know. Do we invite Rich Schaefer to our protest? (laughs) I think you guys should leave Rich alone. Yeah. Yeah. I leave Rich alone right now because I know where I am, where I'm at right now. Well, you know, honestly, I wanted to, the real reason why I call him. Like, what? What's the difference between twenty five percent capacity and fifty and the hundred? And we forgot to ask him that. He was going at one point. And I just let him go. Yeah. And I wanted to say, Menace had that question. Like, what is? Yeah, I actually had it in. I had it in the fucking shotgun loaded. I had it loaded. And- and I didn't want to cut him off. I was like, just keep going, Rich. Yeah, he was he was going. He was going. You're doing good, Rich. Keep going. I mean, he gave us great information, I feel. Yeah. I'll have to listen back. But I definitely feel like there was some some good ones in there. But here, let's go UFC 251. We'll start with Vulcan. We'll go for one, two. We'll go for a six fight parlay right now. Is what we're going for. The rest of the card is kind of you know, not not your most known guy, so you're going to kind of have to do your own research. There's some competitive fights, a couple of undefeated guys, a couple of guys on winning streaks, but we're going to go for the feature fight on the prelims. Vulcan Ozdemir versus Jiri Prochaska. I'm pulling the card up right now. But I'm going to take Vulcan all day there. Yeah, we, we, got, we got Vulcan is minus 160. Mm-hmm. Jerry yeah. is plus one forty. Yeah, that's Casey's gonna join us. Kyle Sermonera joining joining us right now. Soon, soon, possibly. I gotta get off soon. Anyway, I gotta. I have like uh, only a few more minutes. Okay. So, so you um, go. We're going Ozdemir on that one, I believe, right? Oh yeah, yeah I got sixty. That's a that that might be a straight bet too. All right, Amanda Rebos. Versus Paige Van Zandt. This is baffling to me. Reboss is minus 1,000. Reboss, yeah. And Paige Van Zandt is plus 650. Paige is a so huge. Paige is the underdog. Big Massive. time. Big underdog. 100 bucks wins you 650 if she wants. So, Stan, tell us why. Yeah, do you what? What's his scoop on Rebus? What's what's up? Rebus, Rebus is a badass. She she beat um Mackenzie Dern. She's tough. I think she's ten and ten and one. And nine and one. She's nine and one. And Paige 
hasn't fought since the last night. And Dennis fought, so January 2019. And even Paige, this is her last fight on her deal. She's, like, fighting out her contract. Right, I did know that. I did know that. I saw that. And I think, stylistically, Rebus is a tough matchup for her. Okay. And because of why takedowns, what's the deal? Striking. And striking and jiu-jitsu. Okay. I think the odds makers probably see a better striker as well as a better grappler. See, but if I have to look at the odds here, I'm, I, I mean, maybe I'm not going to put it in a parlay because I don't want to ruin it. But if I'm making a straight bet, I'm going to pick Van Zant all day because I'm not laying out a G to win a hundred bucks. Just doesn't make any sense. Right. Uh, right. I'd rather take fifty for Page to win three twenty-five. Well, you put Rebez in a parlay. I wouldn't because it's just not going to move your number that much because it's minus a thousand, so heavy that oh. you're not going to get that much at it. Maybe you win an extra twenty-five bucks if she wins. Like, is it really worth it if she lost? Got if it. you're on, and that's on like a thousand-dollar win, you would get if you so added. So to make a hundred bucks, how much you got to throw on page to make a hundred? Yeah. Um. Ooh, that's a good question. So I'm all about making just one hundred dollars. Um, she's plus six fifty. Uh, get your calculator out. You don't sit. Do you sit with your calculator out when you're running numbers, or you just ah, this much money? Sometimes, but the programs will do it for you a lot of the time. Have you guys ever seen that movie? Six point six and a half dollars will win you a hundred, I believe. Wait, what? On page, yeah. on page, yeah, will win you. So if I put ten dollars on page, I think, I think, if that's the math is correct. If it's not, forgive me, but I don't believe it's sixty-five to win a hundred because that would only make her like a two-to-one underdog. No, she's plus six fifty, so that would be yeah, yeah. six six dollars and fifty cents would win you would win you a hundred or not. How does that work? Give me 20 on page, straight bet, whatever. Yeah, no. He's they, a fucking tough bitch. They base, about it this way, Dennis. They base, they, I think all odds are based off 100. So a, 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 100 wins you 650, right? So 50 would win you three and a quarter. She's a six and a half to one underdog, basically. 25 would win you 175, right? And then less than that, maybe it's $16.50 would win you 100 I don't care. Wait, wait, wait. Have you guys ever seen that movie, She's Out of My League? Yes. Yes. With the little skinny guy and the hot blonde chick. And then when the she comes to the house and he's like, oh, you can just come in the pool in your underwear. And then she's like, I'm not wearing any underwear. And then they're sitting at dinner and the brother's like, hey, dad, did you need help with, uh, you know, the thing? Fuck it. I'm just going to ask. I'm having one of those moments right now. So, Chris Wade, I'm just going to ask. A Puerto Rican birdie once told me you and Paige Van Zandt had some vibes going each way. Oh, my God. I wonder who that guy was. Oh, he's spinning around. <laughs> one of my Latino you, friends. You, I mean, he was watching from the side, so I don't know. But yeah, I, wasn't in, I wasn't in the ballgame. Whoever that guy was. You'd have to ask her that. Ooh, she's married now, so... Yeah, you're not going to get that answer. 
but from her or from you? From her. What about from you? I'm saying I don't know. I mean, what do you, <laughs> I can't speak for her. I I don't know. It's, it's we everybody was having a pretty good time. We'll leave it at that. Just I've heard, I've heard some things. And <laughs> that was back. In the, that was way back in the day. Yeah. But we're gonna go. I'm gonna lean towards Paige Van Zandt because I like the odds. But if yeah, I same here, that's almost the fight where if I do do, I'll do two parlays and I'll do yeah. I'll do one with Paige on it and then I'll do another one where I leave that fight off. Right. Can you can you give me like who's beat Paige Van Zandt? I know she's been beat a few times, but like might have to mute you for just a second. My daughter's just got back, so all right, no problem. Stan, who's beat her? Who's beat who? Paige. Yeah, I'm trying Paige to think of the, the style eight and four. So Nami Yunus beat her. Yeah, Nami Yunus definitely did. Beat Which her. I'm taking, you know. Nami Yunus then went on to be champion. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Look that up. I'm interested. Who else beat her? Tisha Torres. Okay. Michelle Waterson and Jessica Rose Clark. Oh, really? Stop. Back, I mean, that corn is in the refrigerator. So, of all those people, yeah, who does Rebus beat? No, though? Done. What they painted? White dove. A white dove. Like, can Rebus beat, uh, can Rebus beat Karate Hottie? Can Rebus beat Stan? Oh, yeah, maybe. I mean, remember, Rebus is the one who fought Mackenzie Dern, and you were like like Mackenzie Dern all day. Then I was like, Mackenzie Dern just had a baby, like, two months ago, and you were like- that's that's real though. Oh, a hundred percent. And then you were like, "Oh, Rebus all day." Rebus is twenty six. They're both twenty six. Rebus's only loss is to Pollyano Viana. I tell you what, man, to throw money on Paige is definitely worth it. Yeah, even if because every time Paige fights, she's fucking feisty. I'll tell you what, just talking about this right now. Let's go like two fifty on her, straight up. On page, yeah. Wow. Just, just to stick it to the man, get that, get that last win on the last fight of the deal. Show everybody she's not done, you know. Like and even that, because of injuries and shit. She, yeah, she's she's, she's got a lot to fight for, man. She, she said really motivated. She's on the same deal from when she was. 21. Yeah. You know who yeah. just hopped into this chat? Frank Hickman. I sent him the, the, the how you doing. He's awake? It must be like one in the morning. Is it? It might be. It's, I, I believe it is. Send him in here. I'll take him. Chris, I wrestled with George Hickman in college. Frank Hickman is his younger brother. We were on the same wrestling team. He works with uh, fuck, I'm drawing blank here. Adesanya, Volkanovski, Valentina, Peter Jan. He what? He worked with them? He does. At, uh, Tiger Muay Thai. This weekend, he will be in, I believe, Peter Jan. He's in Abu Dhabi right now, no? It says he's joining. He's in Abu Dhabi. Who knows what the Wi-Fi is like there? Yeah, probably shit. 
It's probably a sandstorm or something going on. They got a ton of money over there, though. Yeah, but how, how good's their internet? Because it's failing us right now. Well, whatever. What were we talking about again? We were talking about dropping some money on Paige. Yeah, man. You know, like you heard, Stan. That's my girl, so I'm going to throw money. I like that. I, like I, that. I, I like mean, I'm not the same money as Chris. I got to go $100 less than Chris. So, Wade, you know how I pick fights usually? Yeah. Which one's hotter? Talking about girl guy fight. (laughs) Yeah, he goes over the hotter guy. Oh my god, Dennis! Like, so you know how Dennis picks guy fights? He doesn't know. Let me see his chest. (laughs) All right, all right. There's something to be said there, right? And then he'll be like, "All right, all right. Let me see his haircut." Okay. We got we got a real science going here, Wade. Yeah. And if I see well, a guy, I'm trying like, to put, I'm trying to put a little more behind it than that. She's hot, you know. I'm telling you, she's motivated. She's coming off injuries. She's fighting her last fight out. So all these things are true. I'm bringing all oh, of is it. Frank in now. Frank Hickman is in. 